0: Hi
1: and welcome to Surf Shots Gaming. I'm Tyler and today we have a full roster with Phil, Dave, and Chris, a.k.a. my three dads. <laughs> how are you guys doing today
2: doing good
0: good yeah real good
2: it's good like hang out with people mm-hmm. like, in person who would have thought
0: yeah
3: recording yeah. before the recording we were talking that this is the first time in literally six months since new year's day that we've all three been in the same rooms mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well and i was and i was saying to you guys too how i'm gonna come for a visit soon if we're all in the same room, then that's gonna be the first time since the previous New Year's that we've all been in the same mm-hmm. room together.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Wild. Oh. Yep. 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 It's
1: it's crazy what a pandemic can do. Yeah. But but vaccines are
0: bad.
2: Oh. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Made possible that's... by vaccines. Mm-hmm.
1: Better. Living...
0: <laughs> Better living through chemicals. Yay.
1: <laughs> I know this is a video game podcast, but one of my favorite YouTube videos, uh, someone did a spoof of the Magic School Bus where it's all animated with her trying to teach uh, anti-vaxxers on why not having them vaccinated means they can't come to school. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. That's hilarious. Uh, It was fantastic. So, So let's, this is kind of like a reunion with all of us getting together here. Um, it's been a long time since all four of us have been on the podcast at the same time, too. If we have
3: really? been early on, I think there were a couple of episodes, yeah, I think there was one or yeah. Uh,
0: Before Mr. Hugo uh, came into uh, it, <laughs>
2: it's been, uh, you know, he's three months old now. I, I can't, it's, I, I've been on a podcast, I think, <laughs> since he's been born. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, time is a flat circle when you're a dad.
2: <laughs> ah, no, true words
1: have never been spoken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: n- you never knew that sleep was optional.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's
3: exactly right.
0: No, he knew. We we learned it in high school. and college, it's just now he didn't expect to ever come back to it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's you found out it
2: was. So much, it's it's it's. Weird. Yeah, it, it's a lot harder than uh, I I thought it was gonna be. It really is,
1: but worth so. it too. I'm assuming.
3: Oh yeah, I mean
2: uh, we have a beautiful you know little boy <laughs> who's growing up so very fast. Um, it, it's amazing. It really is.
1: It's I'm just looking. For- <laughs> Yeah, it's hard working. You always have that fear that one day he's going to break your heart and say he doesn't want to play video games. He wants to go play football.
0: Oh. <laughs> I have no son.
2: Yeah, that, that, that one will be tough, but <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'm i going to try to be a loving and supporting father no matter what he's interested
0: in. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to go play football. Uh... Uh, and here's Chris at the foot, going, oh, the ball's over that direction. No, <laughs> oh, it's over that direction. <laughs> Sports Three. Oh, three concussions.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> I mean, from a
2: safety perspective, I'd rather he play any other sport, you know.
0: Not even yeah. rugby? <laughs> you know, actually, rugby is surprisingly safer than football. oh oh they don't have the padding so they're like oh yeah mm-hmm. we're not invincible yeah.
1: and, and actually some of that padding is actually more dangerous where it puts you as too rigid and will actually force like bones to snap
0: yeah oh boy hmm. yep but again this is a gaming podcast this what is a game podcast so let's do this Let, reunion special here what have you guys been playing <laughs> Well, I, I guess I can start, because I am fully on summer break now. So, uh, I uh, I think on the last podcast I said I had started up Resident Evil 2, the mm-hmm. remake. Uh, yeah, so as of uh, last night, I've completely beat that. Uh, both Leon and Claire's campaign. Nice. So, uh, I've, I've been enjoying my summer break, but I've also... I also, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday during the day, was doing a lot of housework. So Thursday night and today, and Friday, and today, I was like, you know, I want to I enjoy myself. So I, I sat down and really played Resident Evil. I really enjoyed it. As far as remakes go, it wasn't even so much as a remake as it was just like a reimagining. Okay. So think of it like a... It's like an echo, almost, you know? It it sounds similar, but it's just like there's so much that's different, though, but still so similar at the same time. When was the last time that you played it? Oh, the original? The original, yeah. Okay. Actually, my Facebook memories were coming back and uh, helping me out with this, but I think... It was the summer of twenty twelve. Okay, so, Doug and I played through all of the Resident Evils that were out at the time.
2: Gotcha. So there wasn't there's not too huge of a gap to where those like ruby like rose tinted glasses no, to no, no, kick no. in and go, oh, it looks like I remember.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, clearly not. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, we played almost all of them on the GameCube because that's what. For a while the GameCube was the Resident Evil machine. I mean it had 0 the remake, sure. The Dreamcast ports of 2 and 3 and Code Veronica and then also 4 yeah. and then 5 was the most recent release, but we played through so we played through original 2 on it. And there's definitely some differences. Like there are some boss monsters that have now been made Well, pursuing monsters that you cannot kill and just follow you throughout the Mm -hmm. game. But there's also been others, though, that were a boss fight, but now are more like, you know, some big bad monsters that you got to fight. And so instead of just being one of them, there's like multiple, but it makes a bit more sense with how they've changed some of the levels out. Like like
2: mini-boss, almost?
0: Yeah, and not even
2: like... like, Like they're like a tough enemy, tougher than your usual, like, zombie, but not... yeah. Think
0: of it like uh, you know. Uh, it it kind of reminded me of like how in some older games, like and they still do this nowadays with games. But like, you'll face a boss off early in the game, but then later in the game, it's now just like a regular, a, a regular enemy. Yeah. Think of it, so like, if the original game was the boss, now it's like the regular enemy version of it. Sure. But of course, now they're going for, and I think I said this before. The previous games are much more. Anime inspired, and now they're going for photorealism. They're so much grosser now and (laughs) disgusting. So, um, but the monsters that I'm referring to are are what's known as the G mutants. And in the game, there uh, in the original, there was a G mutant. He was a boss. Now uh, there's multiple of them, and they're like these little tough enemies, but they're, like, they're big, they're gross, they're blobby, they're vaguely humanoid in some spots, and then vaguely, like, Akira, Tetsuo monster in other forms, Mm. so... But I, I loved every minute of it. I will say, though, that I had a bit of a harder time going on the second run, because I think it's one of those, like, adaptive difficulties. So, if you're playing better, it gets maybe a little harder. Hmm. But if you're playing worse, though, or the game realizes also uh, that you don't have a whole ton of stuff, it gets considerably easier. Because I got to the final boss, and you have to beat both campaigns to get to the real actual ending and the real final boss. Now, in the boss fight before that... I had a full chain gun that they give you to fight this boss of, yeah. like, 400 rounds, and I had uh, probably, like, 10 grenade rounds and everything, and that guy took, like, all of my ammo to fight. So, by the end, with this final boss, I had 20 pistol rounds,
1: oh, and it
0: gave me enough so I had, like, 50 by the time I got, because you're fighting on a train. And uh, that was enough to kill this guy, though. It, you know, I was just, I was amazed. But I think, I think that's when it kicked in. I'm like, oh yeah, I had heard it has like an adaptive difficulty. Now you can set the difficulty, so though, then I don't think it'll go beyond like a certain point. But there are still some times though when the tyrant who, or Mister X who pursues you throughout sure. the game, you turn a corner and he's right there. And you're just like, oh. Oh, why are you here? And you gotta run and hide. Uh, but it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so that was uh, me beating that on Friday. So today, I finally did start up um, uh, Super Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury. And I probably plugged in about two hours on that. And I know it's not very long, but it is. Darn entertaining, and I could definitely see how that's going to be the future of. I mean, you could definitely see where that's where they're going to take the future of the Mario franchise because it's this very large, open world version of like a Mario sixty four Mario Odyssey level. It's this big giant lake, okay. and then on in the lake there's these islands that each represent like a different area of the lake, and it's just. Wow, I could really see them do it. And the Fury Bowser mechanic is... It's a lot of fun. You just suddenly have uh, Bowzilla, you know, spring up out of the middle of this lake. And there's some times, though, where... Because when he's active, he shoots, like, volcanic ash and rock everywhere, and then it gets stuck in walls, and so suddenly you have platforms to get to different areas. But you're also, like dodging his giant fire blast breath and fireballs and such. And then there's areas that can only be opened when he destroys the blocks that only he can destroy. So it's kind of it's kind of hectic at times, That's but I really interesting.
2: it. So do you have to, like, lure him over? Or he'll, like, blow stuff up near you so you can complete the puzzle? Yeah. Kind of collectible?
0: He tries to... Because he starts in the center, and when he's not, he's, like, in his shell. And you slowly start to see his shell twirl and rise out. But then it starts to get faster and faster. And then when it starts raining in the game, you're like, "Uh uh-oh, here he comes. And then finally he's like, shoots out. And then wherever you are is where he'll tend to land near. Okay. So, you know, if you want to get him to... Destroy an area blocks. We'll try to be near it when he finally springs out of the ground, so he can do that. But I have fought him now as the giant Giga Cat Mar- Super Saiyan Cat Mario three times now, and that's fun, too. That's a lot of fun. Uh, Super Saiyan Cat Mario. Uh, it's ridiculous, but it is so much fun. Nice. That's one I want to play at some point. They also, uh, I didn't realize, uh, also they have a very nice system to store items. So you can hold up to five of each extra power-up. And you play with Bowser Jr. He follows you around and helps you squash enemies and stuff. So you can push up on the D-pad or D-buttons and choose, like, I need a fire flower, and then he'll throw it at you, and then you get it. And so you can call those whenever you need them, as long as you have them. But they've also introduced a new power up that is a hybrid of the cat bell and the tanuki suit. In that, uh, if you do a ground pound, you turn into one of those lucky beckoning cat statues. Oh, nice! But you also generate coins as far down as you go. <laughs> really so, is lucky. Yeah, so if you jump off like a really high area into a ground pound, it's just cash money all the way down. But <laughs> so that's nice. all I've been playing. I've, I've taken advantage of my uh, my summer break so far.
2: Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Gotten a lot of gaming in.
0: Yeah. yeah. How
1: about you, Chris? You know, what have you been playing besides raising the next generation? Or,
2: I'll, I'll, I'll erase that out. Mm. Uh, no, yeah. What a game! A <laughs> <laughs> yeah, game of life. And, yeah,
0: and of if you don't get cracked on,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um. Uh, recently, um, is I think a week, week or two ago, I bought a uh, the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, remastered edition. And I think that's what it's called. And because um, I've played two, but I've never played the original. That you know came out on wii so this was uh this is a new experience for me and i've been enjoying it thus far i'm not too far in i've basically uh i've completed the first chapter which essentially mm. means i've done the tutorial and <laughs> i now have you know found the the MacGuffin that has started the quest yeah yeah
1: <laughs> uh, is it gonna be like xenoblade uh, chronicles 2 where the tutorials don't end until about 80 hours in
2: well, I uh, Mon- Monolith Soft apparently has a bad habit of doing that kind of thing, <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't be surprised mm. if that continues with this game as well. Is that is, uh, that, is that a thing, Dave? You you've beaten yes, Xenoblade
0: I've beaten Chronicles. Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, I have definitive edition. That's what I, was, I that's yep, to... But uh, I haven't plugged it in yet because, well, since I've beaten it already, and also. I beat it, and I was playing it, and then they, like, announced it, and it was, like, coming out in six months, and I'm like, well, crap, Why, I was already halfway through the game by then, so I just went ahead and finished it, but I do hear you can play the additional stuff right from the beginning. You
2: can. That's good. I'm so going really do knew.
0: that. Yeah. But I loved the game. The only problem I had, uh, there are maybe a few things like that, but they're all, like, mini game based and to get some of those ether gems. Oh. And those are nice, but I never considered them absolutely necessary all the time though. Sure. Sure. They were great for boosting your stats though.
2: Yeah, no, that's their primary use case. Yeah, no, I mean that's the fun thing about Xenoblade games is that um you know there's a pretty high uh You know strategy component Mm -hmm. And if you're good at the game And learn like the strategy You don't actually have to do a lot of level grinding Mm -hmm. Which is novel for a JRPG Because that's typically like You're going to get your butt kicked Until you get your level up Mm -hmm. And you know You you can do this if you want to But you don't necessarily have to Yeah.
0: Yeah, The only time also it, It was great in that the only issues I had with the game, though, are the uh, affinity ratings that you had between you and your partner characters. So uh, there was, like, certain sections you could beat up and, like, chat with that character. Is there
2: another way that you can raise your affinity other than, like, just, like, in combat or... Gifting. Gifting? Okay. Yeah, so...
0: But even then, gifting is hardly anything. So it got to the point, though... I was over 100 hours in the game, and it was getting to the point, though, I loved the game, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, I'm like, I've been playing this for a while now. I was ready for a new game, so eventually got to the point, I'm like, YouTube exists. (laughs) So I I decided to opt for that, and even then, some of them, but they're nice. They would give kind of character to, like, what are the interactions between these two people? behind the, the scenes film, yeah so
2: yeah, the stuff's pretty cool um mm-hmm. they do that in the sequel as well mm-hmm.
0: um
2: and some of them it's like you know like there's side quests for it yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. I, I haven't played enough of you yeah. know xenoblade chronicles to really know i've i think i've done one and that was just like to
0: do it. and then the side quests though a lot of the time are like fetch quests yeah they're always fetch questions yeah. even then it's like this
2: game is showing its age yeah. i mean it's like what 10 years
0: old or something like that yeah. at this point well we we days yeah yeah. But... yeah.
2: which i mean that was pretty normal for a, a jrpg back then
0: <laughs> but a lot of the fetch quests are also like you know random number generator based off of the enemy you kill oh, sure i gotta think of that pretty quickly too they
2: um <laughs> Thankfully, I don't... Did they do this in the original? In the Definitive Edition, they actually will mark those on your map with, like, an exclamation point. Oh, uh... Like, you don't have to, like, necessarily search them out. They...
0: Yeah, a couple of them, yes. But then, also, I gotta say, though, there were a couple things that I picked up, and it's just, like, clearly this item is special, but at the same time, it's just that... I never got the side quest to explain what it was that was sure, special about Sure, it.
2: And, and there are a ton of quests. Like I've only I've played the first chapter of this game, and I imagine there's a ton of chapters, mm. probably at least like ten or something like that. I don't know how long this game is. You said a,
0: is it a, I put about it like at one twenty in there. Okay, right? but I did a lot, and uh, but I've already
2: done like thirty side quests. Yeah, I mean, there's mm. a ton of them.
0: And was even worse, some are even timed before like. A major event in the game that kind of changes the landscape of everything. Sure. sure. Yep. No, I love the game, but it's just like, yeah, you're right. Though it was kind of showing its age, you know. Is two better about that?
2: Um, about the fetch quests. Yeah, they are better. They're still there, there. but but. They at least tried to make it a little bit more interesting.
0: Okay, okay.
2: To where there was a the one thing and you'll either like it or you don't into is that uh a lot of the quests have multiple parts. Oh <laughs> so you'll do like the step one and then they're like, Oh, mm-hmm. thank you for doing that. I also need blah blah blah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? mm-hmm.
2: Why the- <laughs> you couldn't told me that before. Yeah. <laughs> This
0: would have been pertinent information to know
2: yesterday. But there's usually some sort of reason for doing. They like they tried they 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 tried to like make it have like more substantial story content with it. not just oh I found a villager. Villager needs help.
0: Yeah. Or oh I found this villager, but he wants me to go kill this enemy. It looks like all the other ones, but this one has a name and is a little tougher. <laughs> Maybe he's slightly a different color. <laughs>
1: Now, the one thing you may not like with Chronicles Two is the gotcha mechanic.
0: Um, yeah. You know.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it's... Go you ahead. get your party Go cha- ahead. You get your
1: party characters no problem, but
0: mm-hmm. there's
1: also what are called blades. They're your partners, like uh, Pyra and Mithra are blades to Rex. Uh, they are a character as well as a weapon, and some of them you get throughout the story, and then the rest are basically random drops from these uh, crystals that you get. Uh crada pray to, pray to RNG's Yep, and oh. there are there are several that are just generic you don't care about. They are have no story to them. But some but then there's the five-star ones, the ones that are actual characters and will sometimes actually have story missions attached to them that you won't get unless you randomly get this character.
0: Oh. Yeah.
2: Also there's a ton of them. And I played that game for like 120 hours. I didn't come anywhere close to getting all of them. Yeah. You're, you're
1: basically playing waifu Pokemon.
0: Uh, that's the <laughs> other Pokemon thing. Pokemon Waifu Edition. I remember
2: playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Like back in before the pandemic. When I, you know, used to actually like travel for work and stuff. The before times. And uh, playing that on the plane. And just kind of like doing this. <laughs> I felt so guilty of people <laughs> watching me play that game because there's they. It, it is definitely different in that respect than the than uh, the originals on the Blade Chronicles. Too, there's yeah. a lot of sexy characters.
0: Because the original, the worst you could do is maybe get a swimsuit costume for the character, but you could do that for every character, so you could have. Shulk and Ryan running around in their trunks, too, as well as um uh Sharla and Melia. Sure.
2: I mean, and that's 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 normal. I mean, and for a lot of anime, yeah, yeah, games, right, it
0: they, wasn't nowhere near no. what I've seen for Xenoblade 2. No, there's I no. Mean, like, just look no. at Pyramithra,
2: yeah, sure. there's like jiggle mechanics. They had to censor
0: them for Smash just to put it in perspective, yeah. <laughs> It's I... so weird too. It it it
1: feels the least like a Nintendo game in terms of, you know, themes and whatnot with sexual content.
2: <laughs>
0: oh yeah, true. Well, so does Bayonetta too, but
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it's interesting that she's like a Nintendo character.
0: Kinda, yeah. I mean, Nintendo
1: uh like forked up the money for the game, but it's Bayonetta is still technically a Sega and Platinum character. True, yeah. True. True. yeah.
0: True, but Sega didn't want anything left to do with her. So, no, they mean, yeah, for Nintendo, Nintendo,
2: yeah, first for Nintendo, like Bayonetta 2 and Bayonetta, Bayonetta 3 wouldn't be happening.
0: At yeah, all. also, Nintendo owns the look for Bayonetta for Bayonetta 2. So okay. that's why, Bayonetta, that's why Sega doesn't use it really. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Phil, what have you been playing?
3: I'm actually pretty happy having to uh, able to pick up MechWarrior 5, finally. I'm not sure if you guys are uh, big on that series, but like, it's been on Epic Game Store for a while, but okay. they were going to release it uh, last year. Okay. So it really came out in 2019. They were mm-hmm. going to release it on Steam a year later. Mm-hmm. They were, I, I refuse Used to buy or download Epic Game Store. So I waited. Mm-hmm. I actually delayed it further after Cyberpunk came out because they didn't want it to be coming out at the same time and release sales. Oh. So yeah. they <laughs> delayed it until they added DLC and then they released it on Steam, which was like a week ago. Oh and so I've actually been playing that and I'm pretty happy with it. They they uh so I know we've played like the BattleTech, like arcade. Yeah, both are the same thing.
0: universe, right? Yeah,
3: same universe, but they actually uh-huh. brought in some like different robots, which I was really. This mm-hmm. nice. is actually like I was kind of disappointed at first because I'm like, oh man, I am like, like, there's these certain ones that I play as a kid all the time, mm-hmm. and then I'm going through and I'm like, these aren't here. Like I'm getting all these other mechs, and I looked through the list and I was like, oh man, they've got new mechs, and I was kind of disappointed. I went, like, wait a minute, they got new mechs.
0: it's... <laughs> 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 nice.
3: But yeah. Nice. Um, so I think it like just came to Xbox,
0: you know, too. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. It did It did come out on Xbox. Okay, now, uh, McWarrior, who owns that franchise. Great uh, uh, Games that. owns okay. this one. It okay. was originally, I think, MicroProse.
3: Because think they sold it.
0: I was watching a video on YouTube for a series called uh, What Happened. Yeah. And he goes in and analyzes, like, the great. Video game, just like travesty stories. So he did like yeah. Sonic 06 and uh, uh, Metroid Other M, you know, what sure. happened to cause, but he's also done some for like great successes to be like, what happened that made it so it... because, but he did uh, Demon Souls.
2: I thought you were gonna say that,
0: and I watched mm-hmm. it. And apparently, Miyazaki uh, from Software had been working on a ton of like. Really heavy, like Mech Warrior style games. And I'm like, yeah, they made Armored Core. They the game that's series.
2: Like, yeah, they actually still own the rights to that. yeah They just haven't made one in a long I, time.
3: Isn't that on some list of like best games they want to see come back or something like that? It was Armored Core?
2: Armored Core would be cool to see come back. Mm-hmm.
3: I played a little bit of it. I didn't get too into it because I, I didn't realize it was going to be turn based when I got it. But I think now, if I played it again, it probably. Enjoyed a
0: little bit. I just found it fascinating because what had happened was from software. I think what happened. I watched the video while also doing uh, housework, sure, so sure. like assembling shelves and stuff. But Miyazaki, the director for uh, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne.
2: Sure, that's Demon Souls is the first Souls game.
0: Yeah, he basically worked his way to be on that team. He had been stuck with Armored Corps for like two in a row, but he always wanted to do like a dark medieval fantasy. Yeah, And what they originally wanted, they were contracted to basically make an Oblivion clone because they wanted something to kind of compete in the Japanese arena against Oblivion. And when he finally got a hold of it, they thought the project was dead in the water, so he's just like... I'm in a win-win. I can direct this and do whatever I want, and if it flounders, we already thought that the project was going to be dead on arrival, and I can just say, hey, I'm sorry, I tried, I couldn't save it, but I can still get to do whatever I want. So he did, the game did terrible in Japan, but it was one of those games where... That's the
2: crazy part. Yeah. Did you know that... Sony published that game in Japan, Mm. had no confidence in bringing it to the U.S. or outside of Japan at all. Atlas published it.
0: Yeah, and then it exploded. It's one of those few cases, though, where a Japanese game flounders in its home country, but Americans love it. Like, the, the biggest example he used in the video for that was No More Heroes, which had an abysmal Japanese launch but exploded overseas. Because I mean, it was made using uh, the humor from the show Jackass <laughs> and Johnny Knoxville. Well, of course, we were gonna love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that game. No More yeah. Heroes, and they made, they made two sequels, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they made No More Heroes two. Yeah. It's they've like made a
3: spiritual successor.
0: They've made uh, Travis Strikes Again, That's which a... it's kind of like a funny collection. He gets like sucked into a computer and yeah. has to go through all these different. Yeah. But they are making No More Heroes three now.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, so they yeah. announced that. Yes. Yeah. Yep,
1: yep, yep, yep. Where he, where he gets to use mech suits and fight aliens.
3: Yep. <laughs>
0: yeah, I got a funny story about No More Heroes. <laughs> Does it have anything to involve uh, charging up the beam saber? And my dad walking in. <laughs>
3: so, watching or listening hasn't played that game. Your, your main weapon is a beam saber, and you charge it up. And not, No More Heroes first came out on the Wii. And motion controls were just getting started. And so in order to make it interactive, you had to recharge your sword <laughs> by shaking it. And I'm not kidding, like this.
0: <laughs> so, uh, for listeners, uh, think like a shake weight. You know, those, uh, those useless uh, sci- uh, quacks, medical yeah. science things. Well, <laughs> so, so set up the,
2: set up the, the scene for us. So, uh, like, so, you, were you like... Facing the TV, and he came yeah. in and saw you from beh- like, from behind.
3: So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, let me fall. It didn't, like, end up being that weird, thankfully. He saw, like, I had a Wii mode, but he was also really confused. <laughs> uh, so, because the, yes, the living room of our house, uh, that's where we had the Wii set up, was in this front living room. My dad has the TV mounted, like, mm-hmm. above a fireplace. And they were downstairs in the basement watching TV. And mind you, I had been playing this game for God knows how long with no problems whatsoever. And then I'm, and I, th- I think I'm in like a, actually like a boss fight, and I'm fighting something, and I have to start changing my charging my beam sword, and I'm just like, and so my adrenaline's <laughs> going in the boss fight, and I'm just shaking this thing for all it's worth, and then You're I start so angry with <laughs> <the> it. <display. laughs> open, and it's my dad, and he just stops dead in his tracks, and I just kept going. <laughs> and he looks at me, and goes, what the are you doing? And I'm like, what? I'm charging my sword. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he could see I have a controller in my hand, just to kind of clarify. Oh, so he, he gets a carry on.
0: And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, what? And I, play, I tried to play it off, and he just shook his head and, like, went to the kitchen. <laughs> That's okay. It's no worse than Mario Party 8's uh, Shake the Soda minigame. Oh, yeah. So Mario is not immune or, or clean mm-hmm. in this. Uh, uh, motion controls were weird at times. Yeah, <laughs> they were. I mean, mm-hmm. early days of motion controls were still <laughs> showing. You're warning them in.
3: Yeah. Although and I will say the waggle of, controls, basically. Mm-hmm. And one of the best party games came from that era, the uh, Wario. Oh, or, Wario. Oh, Wario. Wario, was Wario, was smooth.
1: smooth Moves.
3: It was, Yeah. Oh, yeah. and they should
2: make another warrior
3: You uh, can have what like 15
0: people play at once I think because you just kept passing the same oh, It was great and uh, mm-hmm. Wasn't it like at the beginning they had a warning It was just like uh, working at, Have a wide open space Clear of all objects Lose all inhibitions
3: <laughs> Something silly yeah. I remember
2: playing that game I played it in your house didn't we? Or at least for quality, we yeah. a Yeah Yeah yeah, no, there were a bunch of us in there. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
3: <laughs> Those were the days. Fun times. <laughs>
0: don't count. Just stop counting. <laughs> yeah. You're you're just gonna make yourself sad. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you know if you played a GameCube during high school, now you have to take ibuprofen for for your back.
1: Here, here's a better challenge. Try to stand up without making an audible sound.
0: No. Um. <laughs> uh,
3: uh. <laughs> Good point. Now we're having conversations with my brother and my niece and nephew and what they're doing in college and hearing some of their stories, and I'm just like, "Oh yeah, I was about that age and I did something stupid." <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know?
0: Yeah. Like when we would do syrup shots at Denny's at six in the morning. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, right, wait, podcast wait, wait. origin story. Yep, yep. Hey,
1: to be fair, it was it was better than some of the other things that were going around uh, at that same time. Like
3: we could uh, kind have of into far worse things. Sure. Video
0: games and anime, drugs would have been cheaper. It looks funny
3: <laughs> like right, you watch listening to this and being like,
0: "That's what you guys did." Like it was actually pretty mild. It was still like just dumb stuff, but it was mild compared to some of the people we had. We, yeah, lived, was... in a... we lived in a. Uh... Uh, a suburb, suburban enough area, though that St. Louis was the closest city to us, and it wasn't terribly far away, so we could get away with going there. Or, but there was plenty of other things to go around, and so it wasn't like a small town mentality where there was nothing to do except you know get hammered or liquored sure, up or anything. Sure. Because we had options. Maybe what we'll do is we'll bleep me saying uh, the town name and fill it in with, like, an ample voice to speak with what we should say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I was going to say, if we wanted to see that dumb stuff, too, we always knew where to go.
0: Our exactly. friend's house, the Moose Lodge. Oh, the Moose Lodge. It wasn't an actual Moose Lodge. That's just what we called it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it. you would never find a more uh, larger hive, uh, hive of scum and villainy. It Things that well, we did never when
0: the skate corral was around. (laughs) I just remember
1: one of our friends one day was making a sandwich in the living room in the corner behind a lamp, and and I asked him, "Why are you making a sandwich here?" And he just looked at me with this like total look of desperation, going, "It's the only clean spot left."
3: (laughs) 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 really rough days i think that i think even at that point there were a couple people that had started to move, move because of it yeah,
0: yeah. uh it also is the original time we're in college everyone's your buddy so we started getting people in the group that it's just like who are you and how did we,
3: how do we know <laughs> didn't that happen at a couple parties where somebody there would be one or two people there that hang out and they'd leave and be like, "Did anybody know that guy? <laughs> Who like, was it?" No. no, I thought you invited him. No, I didn't invite him. I'm yeah. from. We yeah. never see Yeah, <laughs> randos. Yep,
2: randos.
1: randos. Yep. yep. But one of those randos did leave me with one of these lines that I still use to this day. Everything's fine. Where are the paper towels? <laughs>
0: hey real fast here
1: the moose Uh, lodge
0: was near the local jail right
1: yes that was the jail that they hit uh tennis balls that they lit on fire with with golf clubs
0: that's what i was like they shot flaming tennis balls at this jail correct i was trying to remember that that is that is correct i thought Um, i was going crazy (laughs) Uh
1: what are some of the other things that happened there? Um you, you never went in the garage. You don't go in the garage.
0: No, you don't go in the garage. Didn't they try and make it into a hot box?
2: Yeah.
1: Either that or it. either that or you would have one of the guys you know uh walk out with his uh, pants around his legs. Okay. <laughs> uh followed by a woman Licking 20 years his older. <laughs>
0: It's shaking back and i helped.
1: Oh, fun times. Fun <laughs> times. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: so, wow. last week we did a predictions episode. Uh, me and Dave. Yes,
0: uh, we did. E3. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah the E3 season has, is upon mm-hmm. us. Right. So, so going to ask you guys here kind of similar questions. Uh, What's something that you highly expect to happen? One of the things that you're not sure if it's going to happen, but it would be cool if it did. And Crazy Town Banana Pants Fever Dream Prediction.
2: So I do think at the Bethesda slash Bethesda slash Microsoft conference, they are going to show off Starfield. I think that is a for sure thing going to happen.
1: Now... Question for you. Do you think it plays like Fallout and Elder Scrolls, or do you think it's something brand new?
2: I mean, it is coming from Todd Howard. It probably will be, I would imagine, a sci-fi version of Elder Scrolls. Hopefully, in a brand new engine that's not janky. They got Microsoft money now. They
1: do? But they've been working on it before they had the Microsoft money.
2: True, true. But, I mean, they've had, however, you know, I mean, long they've been working on it. They've had, you know, since uh, the end of last year to polish and really uh, use the resources that that are available to them.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think they learned from Fallout 76 that they can't just keep doing what they've been doing. They actually have to innovate.
2: True, true. I, um... I believe I remember reading some sort of article that basically said something along the lines of um, Bethesda really tried to make it work. They tried so many different avenues to make money without, um, and not, not Fallout 76, just in general, right? With all the different types of games that they were putting out, they were kind of just throwing stuff at the wall. And they thought with Fallout 76 that that was... Something that could make them a lot of money Clearly It didn't really work out that.
0: Way. I guess that's the problem When you come at it from just the standpoint Of making a lot of money as opposed to Sure Let's make something that people will enjoy And then give us money the, for it mm-hmm. And
2: and I mean it's kind of the, the Problem that, that you know I mean I love Square Enix right They're one of my favorite publishers since I've was a kid playing video games, but they run into that problem as well, where, you know, RPG studios, they take forever to make a good role-playing game, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes they don't get it right. Um, Then, you know, that can be... Some of the disastrous decisions can be choosing the wrong engine, um, or, um, you know, really, you know, flubbing the, 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 the story, the the actual, like, design of, you know, the combat. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of different systems because it's a very systems-based type of genre. And, I mean, there's a lot of things that can bring the whole house of cards down. So that, a long time it takes to make. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, unless you've got, like, a classic game, and and this is where Square, I think, could... Can help themselves. I think anytime they start hurting for money, you see this remaster come up. <laughs> They're like, let's bring this out of the vault. <laughs> oh, so you <laughs> also saw the trailer for
1: Dragon Quest 3.
0: <laughs>
2: Where Bethesda, I mean, yeah, they've been around forever, but I mean, they've never, that was never really been their MO, right? I mean.
0: Ugh. Oh, the vault. The yep. vault.
2: I mean, Nintendo does it. Oh yeah! I yeah. mean, <laughs> it's a great strategy for mm-hmm. for a publisher. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think, think you get to, to that, point. that day too. Uh, It's its 35th year anniversary, and Zelda's, and they haven't done crap for it yet.
2: Have they even acknowledged Metroid's anniversary
0: in a Smash Brothers event? <laughs> yeah. of nothing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, at least yeah.
2: we're getting the, you know, Skyward Sword uh, yeah. game. Mm-hmm. So that, that's something HGP for Zelda. Zelda. Yeah.
0: I am wanting to try and play that again. Because, honestly, that's my favorite Zelda for story. Um, yeah, I do want try it in the new... Uh,
2: Skyward Sword in the timeline, is that the original? It's the beginning. The, the beginning? Yeah. yeah, that's right.
0: Mm-hmm. So I want to try it with this new system to... You know, use the sword. Con- the sword controls as the uh, the right thumbstick.
2: Yeah, I want to play that on my pro controller mm-hmm. for sure. There you
0: go. I'm gonna be like a uh, Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance <laughs> with the sword <laughs> slashes, <laughs> cut it up into a million pieces. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I actually I- own Sword Sword and never played it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: uh, it's- bought it
3: on the Wii a long time ago.
0: I know some people though absolutely could not understand the motion controls and just yeah. couldn't do it. We can't play it. All. Well, the thing early on it was counterintuitive. Mm, yeah, too. well, not only that,
2: but you know, kind of really, but the, the Wii Motion Plus mm-hmm. that was something that really uh, benefited a lot of those Wii games. Mm-hmm. And uh, that
0: should have been in there from the beginning. They should.
2: <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't play it with that, yeah, you ended up with a different experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and you know, I don't know. Some of the motion control stuff has a tendency to be pretty gimmicky. So, uh,
0: if the game requires you to do extensive homework to learn how to play it, probably it's not going to be very good. Like you know, Star Fox Zero. I don't. I don't even know how many times I had to play that training until I'm like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's, <laughs>
1: that, that still breaks my heart.
0: Yeah. It's just... They shouldn't have shoehorned the... I, I understand yeah. why they do it. They wanted to have a Wii U game that actually justified having two screens. Sure. But it's not like a 3DS or a DS where, you know... No. Well, the other screen's right here as opposed to the one right here. Whereas here, I literally got to look in my lap. So unless I want to play like... You know this, which no one wants to do. Your arms get tired, so. Sure,
2: and even then, I mean, there are a ton of games I'm playing on the DS where, like, the second screen was like my inventory screen or the map.
0: Yeah, which is nice. I would, it was. It was nice, but I
2: mean, I mean, you certainly don't need that on a
0: mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. yeah, you don't either. Yeah, but it was nice though for like Zelda's. You know, yeah, it was great. Oh, my inventory's right here. I want to use this item. Yep. And
2: little they just clicked on it. It was yeah. great,
0: and that was actually what was great for the uh, the DS and the Wii U at times. Really, just the touchpad became an extra set of buttons for you.
2: Sure, sure. Yeah.
0: DIY buttons.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bill, yeah. any predictions, thoughts for the year? You're not know, gonna be honest. I I don't know. I. I'm not sure what's gonna what's gonna happen. Um, my biggest prediction, and this isn't just for E3, but I think I will say that I think this is the generation. I, I so my backup. I've thought for a long time that there was eventually going to be a very uh, blurry line between consoles and PC gaming. They were going to start to merge eventually, where essentially a console would become a glorified desktop that you buy in your house. It'll have some exclusive content. Uh, like a streaming device, and it'll have like, some exclusive stuff that you can buy for games. And other than that, it's just a computer you can put in your living room. I think this generation is going to be the beginning of that line merging. Uh, I because because uh, as we get further and further into gaming, more and more games are talking about cross play. Sure, more games are uh, becoming. Uh, they they've, they've talked about backwards compatibility with the new Xbox. They've talked about um, sure um, mm-hmm. more more interactive uh, interfaces. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, even now with the PS4, you can hook up a mouse keyboard and, you know, Mm -hmm. even the Xbox. I mean, Mm -hmm. so... They are literally computers. It's an x86 architecture. And and people... I mean, I think everybody just kind of forgets that where it's just a computer, but it has all this other content. But the... the, um,
0: And really, they always were. It's just, you know... Back in the day, yeah, it was more. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. I don't. I don't
3: think the technology was there as much for it to be so much of what it what it was, and still have the interface you would mm-hmm. need. I think sure. that interface has been improved. Mm-hmm. What What made it a little different
2: was back in the like cartridge days, because the way that you had to like put the game on the cartridge, yeah. and the fact that like mm-hmm. some cartridges actually had flipping RAM in them.
0: Yeah, and right. There was a. Uh, there was no patches or anything. No, it's just. No. Yeah, the version of a patch was literally releasing a different cartridge. Now, there were some games that did do that. I would argue that all iterations of Street Fighter that improved were basically <laughs> a, a patch. Um, sure. But there were some games, though, and I know this because of our lovely. Uh, some of the lovely items we used to be able to buy in stores called Game Shark. Oh, yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> It used to be you'd go and I want Legend of Zelda cheats for Game Shark, but then we would ask Legend of Zelda version one point zero one or one point zero two, and I finally looked up what it was. It was because in the original Ocarina of Time, there was some like light chanting in the background of like the mm-hmm. Fire Temple, and okay, it sounded like demonic
1: music, right? That
0: sounded like what? Demonic music. Kind of, or potentially religious, something like that. Like a Gregorian chant? No, not even a Gregorian. It was more like, I want to say maybe more like Muslim chat. or ch- Muslim chat, yes, you know, <laughs> that lovely Yahoo group that he used to exist. <laughs> no, um, uh, but that kind of like chanting music, it was like religious in nature. I know right, that, and, right. and Nintendo was just like, you know... Let's not do this. And then also they eventually edited the original symbol for the mirror shield because it kinda of looks like the Star of Islam just turned to the side slightly. Oh, okay. So they're like, well, we best not do that. So they changed the symbol for that as well. And but on subsequent different versions of the cartridge, it's just it was like a running change thing. They didn't advertise it, you know, they didn't and there was no patch to be like, Oh, what was updated? Let's go data mine this, you know. Yeah.
2: Good. So your um,
3: what was your guess is that they're so, going to become more like so PCs? Yeah. So I guess my prediction is going to be, and I would, I would assume this would come from Microsoft. but my prediction on this E3 is that, that some console is going to announce some sort of new interface that allows it to be act more like a PC, like what, like Steam integration, <laughs> like Steam. Steam? Honestly, one direction that would kind of make sense with the pandemic is if kids could start using stuff like Microsoft Office on the yeah. Xbox. Mm. You would have a personal PC at your house. You wouldn't have to buy a desktop, and you'd have all the interface you need right there in your home and your living room with your gaming console. Yeah, we so, can get
0: our uh, Google Classroom using uh, the Xbox Kinect. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah. I'm,
1: doesn't it kind of already have that, though? I mean... Almost anything you need a computer for is browser-based now. You can do Excel, Word, PowerPoint all through a browser. That's
3: cool, that's and browser. The yeah. interface isn't quite the same as, as a laptop or a desktop PC. I think that's what their that's, that's what their big change is going to be. Is they're going to try to make it more user-friendly so that it's not, so it's thought of so that way it changes the thinking of it more. People don't usually think homework when they think Xbox. They, they're Can't probably.
2: You can uh, there's mouse and uh keyboard support, keyboard
3: support now. Mouses, yeah right? yeah yeah so there's no reason why you could do that i mean they can't i just i think there i think there might be some kind of big change that's that's, that's yeah. whatever whatever it may be if it's you know they change the interface or they make it more forefront maybe they just change their marketing because like i said yeah. a lot of people don't think about mouse and keyboard Interface or sure.
0: internet, uh, you know Microsoft Xbox right? with Windows. So <laughs> <laughs> <it, you're> right,
3: <laughs> just, like, literally something that simple of it. It's Like oh, you're gonna have a Windows 10 integrated interface on your Xbox that you can now convert files back and forth to your computer. So the only reason
2: why I don't think that they'll end up like make if they do it, I don't think they'll make a big stink about it. Right. The only reason why is they got burned when they. Uh, Did that whole Xbox One? Like, we're going to be like your one media console, like your one entertainment machine in your living room. Mm -hmm. That didn't work for them at all.
0: Now, it helped that at the time they were also uh, hot on the coattails of, oh, you always have to be online, even for your on disc games. (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, true. And
0: come to find out that might actually be true if your clock goes out. Uh,
2: uh
0: Phil,
1: something that might actually add credence to your theory here. Uh Microsoft is aimed to announce their new version of Windows, like to replace uh Windows uh ten uh on in June. And if memory serves me correctly, the Xbox uh infrastructure is based around the Windows uh experience.
3: Yeah. So that could be mm-hmm. that they could might expand be. on that. Like I said I didn't have anything specific, but I just I can see that being a direction, especially since Microsoft has really... I think you and I talked about this before, Tyler, but Microsoft has really been pushing in like features and quality of life stuff on their sure. console, not as much on exclusives. They'll probably bring out some exclusives. Yeah, they're they're going to bring up some more. Xbox is
2: a service now. Mm. They, so, that, is how, that is the pitch for um, the Xbox as a brand mm-hmm. these yeah. days. I don't
3: know. So, it
2: could
3: just, be something small, it could just be something and, and, in marketing. And, and, so I don't have like anything specific, but so just to, to be some clear, shift.
2: Microsoft Windows 10, very efficient OS, actually mm-hmm. doesn't require a whole lot to run in.
3: Maybe. And it, it, it does to me, it makes sense. And like if they're gonna be having a new OS, if they're gonna get rid of Windows 10 and start uh, fading that out before they had what was it they had certain OSs to, to work on different interfaces, right Windows 8 was for touchscreens. Uh, Windows 7 was and for they desktop. tried to
2: shoe that was the biggest and, mistake they made with Windows 8 is they tried to shoehorn that into like everything
3: and they brought up Windows yeah. 10 and then Windows 10 did have a lot of integration between desktop and uh, home console. Well if they're coming out with a new uh, new OS and the consoles base is that OS? I mean, maybe they can, they might, they might be able to shoehorn it better, you know, possibly. Mm -hmm. I'm just a nerd.
1: (laughs) Sure. So, so Phil, you were talking about integration and like maybe getting Steam on there. I don't think that there's any chance that Microsoft will get Steam on there, except, and I'm going to throw out a crazy prediction now, okay?
2: Crazy Town Banana
1: Pants? What if Microsoft announces at E3 that they're purchasing Steam?
2: Do they buy Valve? Oh, oh, buy oh Valve. My God. I would cry. <laughs>
3: Why, Why would, would you cry? cry? I don't know, because I'm actually for all of this for all their flaws, I actually really like Valve. Um, and and <laughs> I I could just be a fanboy because I, I've seen a lot of the stuff they come up with, and they actually they seem to care about the gaming community as a gaming community more than Microsoft does. Just for my personal opinion, my observ- observations. Because when Valve releases a game, they also release the source code. They're very involved with pushing development of you know of when games. they release a the game. Yeah, when, when they, they
0: release a game. The game.
2: When it happens. I mean with it. the exception of like Half-Life Alex, some <laughs> like diddly. Right. right. The only way that <laughs> announcement
0: yeah. can be cool for me is if the Microsoft goes, we're buying Valve and we can count to 3
2: 3 times! yeah uh, uh, i mean you know it's bad when the screen writer for or the script writer for for half-life 3 releases the entire script <laughs> so we can you know find out what the hell happens yeah
3: yeah no that's and my I, i've maybe not in recent years but i've always said that microsoft doesn't make good games they buy companies that make good games. Hmm. So they yeah. might battle they might shift some of that and that you know that could that could be nothing but
0: well I mean yeah well also I, Tyler and I have talked about this previously. It also doesn't seem so much though that they buy the company sometimes but they'll buy the IP. So right. Like the Halo franchise and the Gears the franchise, Gears, franchise yeah, are now synonymous or Microsoft but yeah. It's the those teams wanted to move on but at the same time i don't think they necessarily wanted to be owned by microsoft so they're like okay but can we buy halo and gears oh yeah sure <laughs>
2: well i mean look at epic they're doing pretty good yeah they didn't need to just be a gears of war mm-hmm. you know, maker
0: no mm-hmm. no, they're just fortnite maker <laughs>
2: yeah
0: yeah and again not hating on fortnite too much but i was still Every now and then kids are like, didn't that start out as like a zombie horde battle game? And think, yeah. yes! Yes, it did! <laughs> um, I
3: will say, if you're looking for Battle Royale, another game I've been playing recently is uh, Apex Legends. That's actually not bad.
0: Isn't that in the Titanfall universe? Yeah, it, it is. Know, Respawn yeah.
3: made it. Better. Respawn
0: is Respond's probably legit.
2: EA's best studio
3: in, at this point. I, I could be wrong. I've only really been playing it a little bit, but the community doesn't seem as like toxic as Call of Duty. Mm. No, Call of Duty is just, Duty. just ridiculous. I mean, mm-hmm. That's like
2: if you want to play with a fourteen-year-old, that's going to call you, you know, an inappropriate swear word. Mm-hmm. Play that's, Call of Duty,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, that doesn't it's help. A thing,
2: with... It's a good thing you, you know, don't have to actually like talk to people playing that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that does help. <laughs> it.
0: We should start talking to kids, like, as Thor does in Endgame. <laughs> you know what? So, he called me a dickhead again.
3: <laughs> I a troll that I found a very successful strategy. It's just call them kid. Oh, they get burned. To... I'm not a kid. Oh, okay, kid. I'm 25. Yeah, you, you're not acting. Actually... <laughs> you certainly <laughs> act sound you're like, like you're 25. 25. Sure. Okay.
1: Tell you what. Why don't you, why don't you give me a call back
3: whenever you hit puberty? <laughs> hey, what, go 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 in the fridge and go grab a beer. Go buy a beer. Oh, you can't.
2: Ask your mommy if she'll buy you a beer.
0: I'm we <laughs> We're trying
2: to pretend just because your balls <laughs>
3: dropped. Come
0: on.
3: <laughs> you call them kid. They just go.
0: Oh
3: my! They immediately get fired up. And that's why I can't kids get kid all the
0: off. time, especially at work, because with students it's just. I'm not supposed to shout out, like, you know, hey, you guys, because, you know, guys refers to male, so. Sure. uh, You know, so sometimes it's also just, like, I am terrible with names. I remember a person's face before I will remember their names.
2: So you don't want to just go, hey, you.
0: Exactly. So, (laughs) hey, kid, how's it going? You know, and it works, because, like, (laughs) no, you're going to be 18 and under in my classroom. So, yeah, it works. Hey, kiddo. What's uh, up, you sport?
2: You see a lot of kids, too, don't you? Oh,
0: yeah, and it, the, <laughs> the pandemic has not helped. Because, again, I recognize faces, but when half of your face is covered, it's really just revealed to me that I wouldn't recognize Superman as Clark Kent because if I can't <laughs> see the lower <laughs> half of their face, I don't know who you are. It's yeah, a really good disguise, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just like when I saw the picture online, and it's just like, who is this? That's Zoe Deschanel. No, it's not. She doesn't have bangs right now. What?
3: <laughs> well, I've, I've read that. Uh, like, who was it? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Didn't he lose a Robert Downey Jr. Look- look-alike contest? And, like, some other celebrities are like like losing their look-alike contest. They're like, oh, they play oh. Stern. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's
2: hilarious. That's funny. Uh, didn't um. Oh gosh, that reminds me um, that, that that actor who played Walter White, uh, he actually went to a Comic-Con Cranston. and, dressed,
0: yeah.
2: Cranston, and he went to a Comic-Con dressed in character and everyone just thought that he was just some guy uh, doing cosplay. Yeah, but...
0: when he fucking goes <laughs> up on the stage, he pulls it off. <laughs> he basically what? wore like a life cast mask of himself. Oh, wow. uh, Fun fact,
1: uh, did you know that the reason why Brian Cranston was uh, cast in the Power Rangers movie was because he used to do the voices for the villains in the original series?
0: Yes, I did know that. <laughs> yeah, I did
3: not. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yep. Well, he was also, uh, well, did he, I thought he did more than just the villains. I thought he did somebody else. I think he also just did villain voices. Did
0: villains, yeah. yeah.
1: Like he did multiple villain of the week, uh, of the week characters. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
3: No, he was named after one of the other characters is what it was. Mm-hmm. Billy. Yes. Yeah, Billy oh. Billy Cranston, Billy yeah. That's what it was.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: oh. Well, anything else you guys want to go over tonight for this episode? Well, we might as well continue our week's long discussion about what's more appropriate, being too sexy or not sexy enough in video games. So apparently this past week was Aloy from Horizon and how her new look is so masculine and I'm like, you know, isn't a post apocalyptic. People can go
2: F them. I'm sorry. S- they are so stupid. Well, and some people are so mean. Like some of like the, the Twitter feeds I saw, like saying how like she put on some weight in like the last six months, I was like, Screw you guys.
0: You guys well, so she so like, ho- doesn't look really good like she did in the last game. I'm like, she looks really close to the exact same, I thought. And they updated her character model. Yeah, and I'm She gonna, looks like a real person. And I'm like, this is a post-apocalyptic world. No one is supposed to be pretty. I'm sorry, Hollywood has not helped with the Mad Max movie. So movies. I'm gonna I'm gonna take yeah, a hot yeah, take here. <laughs> I am not a
1: fan of the Aloy look, and here's why. Sure. Her teeth are too perfect. If you're in uh, a post-apocalyptic <laughs> world, there should not be yeah. teeth that nice on anyone. It should be all like Victorian London style teeth.
2: Gotcha. So my only complaint from the like Well,
0: well, no, that's spoiler territory.
2: My, my my only complaint from the like the from like the look from from the state of play that they showed off. I did find it a bit jarring how they had like her whole hair like lit up. That's my only like... They
0: like the lighting was The, the lighting. Oh. Well, that's something that can be fixed. Yeah, sure that... There's no
3: reason to not update. Like, the lighting is weird. Her teeth are perfect in a post-apocalyptic world. Like, you did you see the guy who restructured her face, put makeup on her, had her smile on her? I know, yeah. There's a guy who posted, like, oh no, they don't, they don't understand how women should look. They need to have... <laughs> You know what's, you know what's oh, funny Jesus. about that? Like, they don't understand it. I like, don't no uh, believe that.
2: <laughs> this guy's uh, clearly got issues. Though. You know,
3: like, you know what's funny about a- that? Oh, see, that's better. And put, like, makeup on her, and she's
0: almost <laughs> like a geisha with a doctor. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> the-,
1: the funniest thing about that picture is how horrified she looks for being objectified.
0: <laughs> the real Aloy, she's muscular. She's she saved the world, but at the same time. She fights robot dinosaurs! <laughs> I mean, on, I mean <laughs> arrows! <laughs> of course, she's gonna look like a well toned, athletic. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. People are stupid, and I don't understand them at times. I keep saying there's a lot of weebs in gaming, man. <laughs> Even call that weeaboo. It's more like just—it's misogyny.
3: I just mean like they just have this like, like I don't know. How can I try to think how to put this in PG thirteen? It's—they have a little too much of a connection with that character.
0: Oh, an obsession.
3: Yeah. Okay. Like. There's these... like a sexual obsession with their video game characters. They really don't... Oh, yes, I encountered that. Uh... <laughs> right, yeah. 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 The, these
1: these excessive these... fanboys
0: are thirsty. Oh, geez. yeah. Thirsty. It's,
3: yeah. it's like you're, you're treating this video game character like they're a real person. bad do you have to
0: be when you're a simping white knight for a fictional yeah. <laughs> I've called him out for, for that before. Uh, it's just... I, I find it so weird, but... At the same time, you know, it makes for wonderful storytelling among us.
2: Yeah.
0: Sure. Uh, it's just, we were talking the other day though, or, uh, on another podcast with Guilty Gear. They're not being sexy enough. You know? and, yeah, uh, I don't oh, know it's you guys listen. Sexy. It's not sexy enough. Okay, what's the line, you dorks? <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I don't know if you guys listened to that episode, but people are furious that uh, the time-traveling witch no longer takes off her shirt and goes completely bare-chested away from the camera for a victory pose.
0: Yeah, she would flash the background in the game. They were complaining that she was flashing the background in the foreground. Oh, yeah. But she's not doing that no more. Now she has a bra. My excuse for the reason why is because this one is in 3D as opposed to 2D sprites, so they're upset that they can't turn the camera around when they do a boundary break in the game this is going to make it harder for us to make our nude mods that's 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 the weeb crap i'm talking about mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: it's it's beyond mm-hmm. a weeb yeah like there's a level I of i like, don't any...
0: weave correctly i think because weave is like obsessed with japanese culture and basically wants to be japanese it's sure. like any kind of obsessive to like mm-hmm. a
2: weave is like I consider myself to be like a Japanophile. Like yeah. I love Japanese culture yeah. and and Japanese anime.
0: But cool. you're perfectly it's, content being American. Like to say, yeah, man. no, I'm like, but there's <laughs>
2: like, the I mean, there's been times in my life where I've I've come pretty close to that border, right? Yeah, so sense. like, I don't want to say like I resemble that remark,
0: but oh, like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of like treating we're Treating uh, fine weed <laughs> here. Weeb was dug in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for that. Same <laughs> against my brother, but even he, I think, at this point, will be like, "Yep." <laughs> uh,
3: I was, I was using it like almost synonymous with like Neckbeard
0: beard. No, neck beard is its own thing, but yeah. but yeah. they do overlap constantly. Okay. Yeah. Yes, the, the great dynamics <laughs> of like <versus> neckbeard. <laughs> that Venn <then laughs> diagram between Weeb and neckbeard is almost a circle.
2: <laughs> yeah, we talk about nerds. <laughs> there was the
0: episode <laughs> title. <laughs> Tyler's going to have a wonderful time editing this episode. Good God!
1: <laughs> well, you first off, you've just made the uh, the uh, thumbnail very easy. I'm just going to do a uh, uh, you know a, a circle with uh, neck beard and weeb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it almost looks like the TikTok logo, where it's just like two circles, almost fuzzily. <laughs>
1: yep. Um, real fast here, uh, Phil. Uh, next time we record, uh, check the settings for your microphone. I think you've got some noise canceling built in, where it's cutting you guys off a lot.
2: Oh. Uh-oh, especially okay.
1: like when you're, especially when you're getting louder or laughing a lot, it thinks it's background noise or whatnot. No. So
3: we'll so, talk about
2: kinda
1: ca- It just kind of cuts out. So what I was going to say though, it's going to make my job easy because a lot of the things that I need to edit out have already been edited out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, that's good. Okay. Mm.
0: Hooray! Yep. You didn't intend that, but it's what happened. <laughs> Sometimes life gives you little gifts. Yep. 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 This actually worked out really well. Mm hmm.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, before we go, I want to. So, I'm continuing my quest with Monster Hunter Rise, and they. I just got to what I think is the last monster of the main game. Okay. Wow. And it had. That. I'm an hour a day, you know. Uh, mm hmm. There's, there's still a lot left to do, there's a lot of grinding left. But anyway,
2: a Monster Hunter game, so no surprise.
1: They introduced a really cool mechanic, though, for this last monster I wanted to kind of talk about.
2: Okay. So,
1: this last monster is in one specific new area. It's like an arena of an old abandoned uh, fortress, okay? And it's an electric like serpent thing, so whenever it like gets overcharged, bits of the ground kind of fly up into the air, like electromagnetism. And it, when it does that, some of the platforms have cannons and ballistas from the old uh, fortress that you can then hop up onto and use.
0: Nice.
1: It basically just pulls it out of the ground, and then when it slams back from the ground, they disappear.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: I, I have not seen a monster change the terrain to give you advantages like that in Monster Hunter before, so I thought that was really cool.
0: Yeah. What's this monster's name? Is this a new e- monster?
2: It is
1: a oh. very
0: new monster. Um. Hold on. Okay. 'Cause there's one I've always wanted to fight, but at the same time it looks like a giant leech with wings. <laughs> the kezu. Nar- oh, I
1: I have fought Kazu. Kezu. Kazu Kezu's creepy. <laughs> okay. It's like a giant white leech with wings. <laughs> That's one thing to say it looks like.
0: <laughs> oh my. Uh, it, it, it's
1: it's it's if you want some foreskin armor. <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> oh, 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 please don't make that the episode title.
2: <laughs>
1: I wonder what kind of audience view we'd get from that. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, but just
0: like the Swagger's audience, they'd be 100% disappointed. <laughs> so what this monster is
1: called is Narwa. It's a, it's a new monster. Okay. Uh and it actually uh has a partner monster that's a uh an air one, and I think with the new uh true ending, you have to find them both together because they're kinda of like yin and yang together.
2: Interesting. Hmm.
1: All right. Hmm. Again, I, I'm I have a lot of work left to do in this game. I'm
2: okay. <laughs> so with you being as close as to, to the end in Monster Hunter Rise how does it stack up against World? Like, is it night and day? Is it more of the same? I know, I know uh, we talked early on about it.
1: So, what I would say is the... The actual, like, visuals... The Monster Hunter World is going to win out, obviously. Mm-hmm. In sure, terms, sure. In terms of mobility and mechanics, I think Rise wins. Okay. And and they did something I didn't think they could do. They made the palicos useful. That's nice. So
2: they were fairly useful.
1: So with this new one, they actually will have they will consistently lay like uh, a healing uh, plant that works like the um, when you put the no, uh, more like the one that stays going so everyone can use it.
3: Like, oh, oh, the yeah. health boosters! The health boosters. boosters,
1: yeah. Um, and they will tell you when it's ready to capture, so you don't have to just look for it.
0: Nice. Oh, wow!
1: But if you have a team of just two of the dogs, it won't tell you. Then you have to look for it, limping. Okay. Um, so, do you
2: primarily yeah. really play this uh, single player, or do you like have like play with randos on the internet?
1: I had been mostly doing it primarily a single player. Now I am starting to do a little randos, but even that is better than world. So what I'll do is I'll go to the board and I say, I want to find a match of this mission. And okay. it will just pop me into one.
2: Oh, the actual matchmaking. Mm. It's not just yes. like, do do the mission and then throw a flare or whatever.
1: Mm. Correct.
2: That's cool. On Nintendo. <laughs> I know it's crazy. That's it's impressive.
1: And, and the online actually works well. Okay. It it doesn't lag. The game's a solid thirty FPS, and I think that's just a testament to the RE engine. That thing is stupid, impressive, and scalable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah uh, no, and comes winner there. And part of me is really hoping that whenever this Switch Pro comes out. That'll offer 60 FPS, because I oh. I have...
0: Did, did I, anyone make
1: that prediction, actually? Uh, I made a prediction for the Switch Pro, but not that one specifically about Monster Hunter. Okay. Mm. No, my prediction for the Switch Pro was my Crazy Town one, where the Switch Pro will also... Uh, allow you to play GameCube games, and will come with a new controller that they'll call the Switch Pro Pro Controller that will have adaptive triggers and uh, 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 analog triggers like the GameCube had.
2: Oh, God. Why not just call it the Switch Elite Controller?
1: Well, I mean, it kind of follows their pattern with the Pokeball Plus Plus.
2: That's fair. That is a very Nintendo (laughs) thing to do. Uh, a WND, a weird Nintendo decision. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
1: I'm curious what they do with the, the Switch Pro, but like I said in the last episode, big things for me, uh, 4K, uh, higher frame rate, and for the love of God, Nintendo, for all things holy, put Bluetooth in it so I can just pair up my headphones.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. Mm
1: -hmm. Most people don't have wired headphones anymore. Most people do Bluetooth headphones.
2: Hey, you shut your
0: mouth.
1: (laughs) I said most people. Wired is still better in terms of overall quality. Just for like day-to-day life going around. it's Mm -hmm. Most people are doing like wireless ones. Mm
2: -hmm. It would be nice for like playing the Switch portably, right? Like on a plane Um, or something. I I literally have a pair of wired headphones in my backpack um, for when I, you know, like travel, like go to an airport or whatever, just so I can play my Switch on the airplane. That's the only reason why they're in there. Mm. Yep. So, it would be nice.
1: Please, Nintendo. I mean, I know (laughs) you're going to disappoint me on some things, but, but... Don't disappoint me
2: on this one. Do you think they actually announce it during E three?
1: Uh, all the rumors pointed out that they're going to announce the Switch Pro this week, and then E three will be nothing but the games. Okay, so that hmm. so that way, that, if, and that, that if would they, make
2: more sense. Yeah, do it beforehand. If,
1: and so, any of the third parties when they're doing their stuff can talk about Switch games. Sure. I'm just hoping that. They don't just support new games with the Switch Pro. That they will do some patches to old games.
2: I I can't imagine that we're going to see a lot of like Switch Pro exclusive titles. I imagine it's it just plays the old games better.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I I hope they kind of take what like what Microsoft is doing. You know, auto frame rate increase. You know, upresing things of that nature.
2: I hope so. That's not a very Nintendo-y thing to do, but
1: no. But uh, remember that part of the rumors is that this new Switch, part of the way they're doing the 4K is DLSS. So basically, uh, program machine learning to basically super sample and output at 4K. So it sure. would take it wouldn't change any change in the code, besides just allowing it to be read by the DLSS. It's darker.
3: Yeah. I was actually just thinking yeah.
1: about that. It gets really dark yeah. on the screen. But... Yeah, no you you guys you guys are in the dark now.
0: Oh, we're telling ghost stories. What mm. <laughs> a oh,
1: scary ghost stories. Back in the day, our portable consoles had four AA
0: batteries and would die in three hours. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, Sega Game Gear. It was six batteries and it died in two. Sure.
1: I think I was thinking of the Sega Nomad because I think the Nomad did four.
0: Nope, it was six. The Nomad was six, too.
1: I stand corrected. Yep.
0: Oh, I hope well, those things last longer than the Game Gears because the transistors on the Game Gears go out and so if you're going to get a Game Gear you need to get it repaired.
1: <laughs> yeah. Again, one of the few times where emulation is probably okay just because the actual hardware is failing.
0: Yep, we're getting one of those Retrons that actually play Game Gear games, which they have made. There
1: is, um, I forget what it's called, but there's a new handheld coming out that doesn't do emulation. It plays the actual original cartridges and it doesn't emulate them. It actually plays the cartridges for like old Game Boy games. Oh. On, uh, what was that called? Because uh, they got delayed because of the uh, the canal that got blocked.
2: Oh. Sure. I think uh, My Arcade Gaming actually makes uh, what you're talking about, where you actually throw the. Put the cartridge in. A... I can Google yeah. it. Yeah,
0: I'm.
1: I'm trying to remember the name of this thing.
0: Well, it doesn't matter too much. We don't need a bunch of dead yeah. time on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something well, called it, a Retro was...
2: Champ that, that you can actually that Mike that you can actually look up on my arcade gaming that lets you plug in your old, um, like cartridges. And it connects to your TV over HDMI.
1: So here's here's the thing about, like, the Retrons. They do that, but they aren't actually playing the game. They're using the game to recognize that you own it, and then plays an emulation of it.
2: Hmm, gotcha.
1: This will actually play the actual game.
0: That's cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Yeah. I will send. I will try to send you guys a link for that later, but okay. I think we're at a good stopping point for the podcast, <laughs> guys. We're back together, the band, the, the Monster Squad, the Monster Squad, the Monster Squad who's about to get monster
0: quads. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> we'll explain that one on the next podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But until next time. Be safe, be kind, bottoms up.